0: Hello, welcome to my podcast. Today I want to discuss constructed languages. Constructed languages are languages that are created artificially rather than evolved naturally through use. More specifically, I would like to focus on the language Esperanto. Esperanto was constructed in 1887 by L.L. Zamenhof, a Polish doctor, in the hopes that it would become an international second language and unite and bring peace to the world. His book, Fundamento de Esperanto, published in 1905, laid down the basic principles of Esperanto. I have always been interested in Esperanto after my human geography teacher brought it up during the unit about linguistics. I've always pondered the question, linguistically speaking, how does Esperanto compare slash contrast to the current lingua franca of the world, English? Well, to answer this question, we have to dive deep to understand Esperanto itself. Looking at the phonology of Esperanto, we see that it is quite simple. Every word is pronounced as it is spelt. It has 22 consonants, 5 vowels, and 2 semi and its alphabet is pretty similar to English. According to the book, The Grammar of Esperanto, every letter in Esperanto corresponds to one phoneme sound, as every word is pronounced as it is spelt. This is different from English as English has 44 total of phonemes, despite having 26 letters. In addition, according to the book The Grammar of Esperanto, Esperanto has no standard accent, but due to its 5 vowel system emulated from Spanish and Greek, these speakers often thought of as the models of pronunciation, whereas English has more regional variations of dialect. For instance, there is Welsh English in Great Britain, as well as Bengali English in the Indian subcontinent. Looking at the morphology of Esperanto, it is also pretty simplistic. In Esperanto, all singular nouns in an the O and the plural versions in an the OJ, singular adjectives in an the A and the plural forms in an the AJ. As for verbs, there's no difference between plural and singular, and all infinitive verbs in an the I. This compared with English is very different, as in English, the structures of nouns, verbs, and adjectives depend on the word itself. Speaking of words, we should talk about morphemes. Esperanto, according to the grammar of Esperanto, in Esperanto, bound morphemes consist of lexical morphemes, functional morphemes, and grammatical morphemes. Lexical morphemes are primarily used as affixes in derivational morphology and represent broad categories. For instance like et, which means small. Functional morphemes include the word class morphemes, nomina O, adjectival A, and adverbial E. Grammatical morphemes involve two bound inflections, number j and accusative case n. Three Morphemes consist of lexical items, functional items, and grammatical items. All lexical items are assigned one of three grammatical word classes and combined with a brown morpheme. Functional items include pronouns, numerals, grammatical adverbs, and prepositions. And grammatical items have specific grammatical structures like la, which means the. Although this does have some similarities with English, like prepositions and pronouns in both Esperanto and English are considered to be free morphemes, the morphology of English and Esperanto overall quite different. Last but not least, let's look at syntax. According to the book The Grammar of Esperanto, while the morphology and vocabulary of Esperanto was set out in explicit terms by Zamenhof, syntax was essentially left out for interpretation. Eventually, the grammar of the language was laid out by Kalecse, Erwin, and Erronenheins, Plenta analiza grammatico. The syntax of Esperanto cannot be described as whole as Romance, Germanic, or Slavic given its diversity of speakers. Thus, word order is often described as free, although subject-verb-object seems to be the predominant word order, followed by object-subject-verb. This description of the syntax of Esperanto is similar to English as the natural word order of English is subject-verb-object. There are some differences between English and Esperanto, such as the usage of articles. According to the website Wikiversity, English uses indefinite articles A and AND to modify nouns while Esperanto does not. For instance, the sentence I saw a cat in English becomes me, vidis, caton, and Esperanto. In summary, to answer my question from earlier, English is quite different from Esperanto in terms of phonology and morphology, but similar to an extent in terms of syntax. I hope this overview of Esperanto and its uniqueness will inspire further research and attention to the language. There are so many interesting topics regarding the language of Esperanto, such as the fact that it did not evolve naturally, and that word order is simply up to interpretation that makes Esperanto incredibly unique. Maybe we could compare Esperanto to other non-English languages, or even other constructed languages as well, but we are out of time. This is the end of my podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed my podcast. It was a pleasure speaking on the podcast today.